no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. For another episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast, it's your boy, P&L, Patagonies and Lattes. It's Jazzy. We're here at uh, Black Room Studios with our good friend, Creative Sam. And as we promised y'all, this season we're doing a lot more guest appearances, people that we fuck with in real life, you know, dope creatives with dope shit going on, people that give us great energy. We have a special guest here who pulled up. I kept that same energy that he got on the interwebs and everywhere else. So without further ado, without further ado, excuse me, tell people who you are, what you repping and all that, man. What's up? This your man, Polo Will, Same Energy Podcast, a.k.a. Purple Label of Flair, <laughs> a.k.a. Prince <laughs> Trillion, my boo, the first Dubai do rag model, a.k.a. Flames Harden, <laughs> a.k.a. Tom Brazy, a.k.a. Too Many A.K.A.'s for a guest feature. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I might be back. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thank you guys for extending the invite. I love the show. Welcome. Absolutely. Thanks for pulling up. And fan of your joint, too, man. Um, So we, we're going to jump right into our favorite topic. Things we miss about old Brooklyn. And seeing as how we're all Brooklynites here, you know, pulled up. And before we forget, shout out to the work wordsmith hat Shepsuit. She couldn't be here this week. She out there flying out to see somebody get married and told us she'll be Blued back. Flewed out? She got flewed out and said she'll be back in about 10 days and all that. So we'll hold it down while she's out. She's probably going to read at least 16 books while she's she at this is. wedding. <laughs> and probably come back with you know more more woke words and things of that nature. But have fun out there. We're going to hold it down. Without you, but you know we got to make sure we shout you out so people know that you know you weren't removed or you weren't yeed or Gucci <laughs> Mane of the podcast <laughs> nothing like that. This is not one of those. She's literally on vacation, reading books and watching someone get married and drinking probably a ton of adult beverages. Have fun. <laughs> but yeah, uh, block parties. Um, block. I think they still have block parties. I've seen one recently. Uh, the Crip Block that's behind <laughs> mine. Um, has one every year, and I don't go to it. But it looks like you know there's several square grills with uh, hot dogs and white rose right. <laughs> bread and hamburgers and quarter waters. Um, one ketchup bottle. It, it, you gotta have the white ketchup bottle too. But um, I think Black Party's growing up with something that I didn't have one on my my own block. So. Same. Not on mine, but there was one that I went to every year. Exactly. On my homegirl's block. Exactly. <laughs> I always had a block party. On your block? Yeah. You're lucky. Like, that was fancy. You must have had one of the tennis <laughs> associations. So. so so it definitely changed once the neighborhood changed. Because before it was just kind of like, oh, you know, my family cooks. We know a lot of people. Your family cooks. You know a lot of people. Invite everyone but, to the block mm-hmm. party. And in that, it would it would become fun and become a thing. Now, with the inclusion of others, 
<laughs> we have a block association who takes money up and they vote on what the money will be used for. They make arrangements. Someone's in charge of decoration. Someone hires the talent. And I'm like, wow. How did we get here? So now you got Baby Shark at your black party. Right. So it's like, <laughs> like laser shows with, with Grandpa Shark. And I'm like, where where are the gangsters? Are there any <laughs> are there any culturally inappropriate presentations at these black parties now? No. Okay. No. But so like my my neighbors well, they'll come down and like to my house or whatever and they're like they're like, Oh, what are you guys making? Can we try that? And sometimes I feel like they overselling it to like fit in. Like, like oh, we'll give them so jerk good. chicken. They're right. like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> who, where's jerk? Bring him outside. I need to meet this man. Now, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, wait. I'm like, come on, it's not that. Like, calm down. But it's different. Black parties growing up was definitely like a thing for me, especially as someone with a summer birthday. Mm. So the black parties usually came right off my birthday, so I would just wear my birthday fit. Uh, that's All the different blocks. Right. That is yeah. I, was, I was hype. Yeah, so mine's very different because I had a February birthday. So not only <laughs> did I miss my birthday during school because it was always winter recess, but during the summer it was just like the block parties I went to, you had the bouncy house or the, the basketball rim, but it, I've seen more bad than good. Like, people get jumped, beat up, and that kind of stuff. Right. I tried to enjoy them. And most of my mans was mad adventurous and wanted to go to every block party. Yo, let's go to the block party 10 blocks away. And I'm like, I'm not sure I want to go to that one. <laughs> I mean, I'll go. And it's like, we knew everybody, and it was never anything. But it was more so the thing of, I just never understood why we couldn't have one. Like, my block had, like, a, a like, I was told... Before I got there, they had them and they stopped having them. Right, same. But we same had like mad, block. like decent people on the block. It was right. like yeah, but they, city workers. They and... didn't want to be bothered with the other niggas coming down. <laughs> <laughs> they like they don't want to. <laughs> they were like we good, but you know them niggas from the uh, other right. side be wanting to come and fuck right. shit up. <laughs> but it was like I never ate food at the block parties. I would just try to see never. what new talent in the neighborhood you know popped up. Right. And typically, you, you always saw like two or three girls you never saw before. And, and turned out they live right there, but they just went from church to school to back, and they got bagged by all the tough guys. And <laughs> right, or you you might like, or in my case, like you might luck up, and your neighbor's cousin was in town for the summer, so now you got like a little summer boo. If she like you, so you had block parties and summer boos. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like I understand this is coming from a place of privilege. All right, <laughs> yeah. it sound like you. I get it. I had more Inkwell Wonder Year type summers, man. I was more Kevin Arnold with it, so. <laughs> I'm happy that you was out here on your on your uh, Crooklyn right. type type flourishing, Spike man. Lee movie. You, you know, Spike Lee shit. Mine was was a lot more uh, depressing than that. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't think there was any situations where my homie snatched up a girl I liked or something like that. Um, and I didn't have any friendships fizzle out over shit like that. Good one, good one. <laughs> but in the world right now. We do have some really fucked up shit going on. And that is this dude, Lil Fizzle or Lil Fizz. Like, what's his real name? Is it like Cornelius or something like that? It doesn't I have matter no now. clue. Is it Charred or something? Like, the artist formerly known as. Right. <laughs> but Omarion and Lil Fizz and April and his love. I don't know if it's a triangle because it may be like another chick involved. It's probably like a, like a love rhombus or some shit like that. But. <laughs> We got to talk about the fact that this motherfucker 
is dating his bandmate slash comrade. They grew up together. You dating this this dude's mother of his child slash ex girl. You cracked her and now you dating her and now you talking about having a family with her. I think we got to start with the with the lady in the room and get your perspective on this. Me. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess you guys are more invested as men. Um, I don't know. I, I, It doesn't seem like they were that close. Even though they're in the band. I get it. You're in a band. But, like, at some point, that's, like, business related. And bump, bump, bump. Bump, bump. I don't know. I never. I missed B2K. Like, Got I was, to be the one? I was not on the, the B2K cave wave. I but was I have a like, kid that sister, was like right so before I had to watch me. It right. Right. Um, or right after me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I would have to examine their actual personal relationship outside of business. It's still messed up anyway you cut it. It's like, it's, it's messed up. And I think Omarion handled it beautifully. I don't, I feel like. All men could learn to to handle things in this way. It wasn't emotional. It wasn't, you know, he didn't play it out in a in the public way. He did the right kind of petty. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I've never been in a relationship with somebody and then they like leave me for my like friend. But I do remember uh -oh. in high school, uh -oh. one of my first quote unquote best friends and we had the little you remember in high school you used to get the keychain right. and it'd be like the half with the best <laughs> yeah. and the other half with the friend we had those oh, right wow. and I didn't go on the ski trip one year and my crush will not be named we'll talk about it after cause <laughs> P&L knows who it is okay, okay. Uh, went on the trip and like my other friends came back and they was like you know your best friend she let someone so finger her in the jacuzzi and allegedly, I was like, allegedly. what? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and I was like, what? And hence, we were never friends after that. But I'm saying, I guess I know how Omarion felt in that moment. Now, compound that, <laughs> compound that with, with two kids. Yeah. <laughs> Is the same? But that's the closest I've Close ever enough. been to that situation. And it was messed up. So... Right. I feel like Omarion deserves to do whatever he needs to do to get over that pain. And raise his children in an amicable way because he has two kids. It's complicated. He has right. to, like, actually still have a working, functional relationship with this one. First of all, April just seems crazy. I, like, we have to add that into the equation. Something just does not seem all there with that girl. And she actually seems like she has, like, a vendetta against Omarion for I some reason. So yeah. Like, I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't follow Love and Hip Hop like that. But from what I see in the blogs, you know. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because I don't know how much of it is we need a storyline. Let's do something. And I, I say that as someone who, like, if I were Omarion, if I were Omarion, I would like, I honestly doubt they having sex. Mm. They just need a story. Without, without, without each other, neither one of y'all on the show. Like, y'all need this to happen right. for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. But... The fact that it comes at the the sake of my embarrassment, right. I'm gonna make you feel it. <laughs> He's a much better person than I am because I would have yeah. been on Instagram like you dirty, nasty, <laughs> right. stinking dog. I I called you my friend, and I, I get what you were saying in that like it was it was business, but when you're with somebody, when you're around somebody long enough, mm -hmm. you build a bond no right. matter what. Mm -hmm. Like 
they was going on tour together, so it was like y'all was sleeping in the same rooms mm-hmm. at points. They were and brothers. They com- I'm sure right. they considered them coming up as kids too, and especially if we were to take into consideration all that, like supposedly Chris Stokes had them going through. Right. They probably built a bond. Oh shit. What's the song you always play with the with the Chris Stokes? No, um, <laughs> Joff, Joff from a shout out to my my Dun, uh, UC Joff from a from a you Albany and all. He had a song called Chris Stokes, and he was like raping a rap game. Call me Chris Stokes, <laughs> <laughs> which I featured in the past episode of uh this here podcast. Shout out to the to the homie UC Joff. Go check his music out. But, uh, oh, I mean, so if it's a storyline, I think I can understand that. And I do know that on Living Hip Hop, people do wild things to storylines. Like, they faked, like, Mimi faked the marriage to um Rico or Zico right, right. or whatever his name was and mm-hmm. put got out shout. Fake, got the fake watch. Fake watch and <laughs> tap. <laughs> <laughs> and so... One thing I will tell people, like, ladies and gentlemen, Jay-Z said rollies that don't TikTok, right? Doesn't mean that all Rolexes do not TikTok, because there's some Rolexes that do TikTok. So before y'all go out here saying that Rolexes don't TikTok, understand that some of them do. Just just an FYI, as a person that has walked past the Rolex store <laughs> a few like, times. Oh, really? First no, no, no. I've just uh, walked past a few times. That's all. Um, I ain't got it. I got a family. <laughs> but I will say that dudes like Fizz, if it's true, right? If it's true, Shorty's a bozo because for a chick to say that she want to get back at her dude, okay, if he cheated or shot her or stabbed her, just walk away, right? For her to get back at him for whatever reason by dating someone close to him, excuse me, makes her look wild crazy. It makes her look like spiteful and untrustworthy, right? Because if she wanted to get back at him, she could get back at him by being successful without him. Like by finding her her prince charming outside of his circle. Mm-hmm. But then it does look like this uh Fizzo character has like always been the friend in the back, like being supportive right, right. through all of the trials. No, tell me what he did this. Right, time. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's sit the right kind here. of ear that yeah. She might be thinking in the back of her mind, like, this is love, and I'll never get a chance at true love like this. You know, forget the haters. You know, like, it's us against the world, baby. Like, and that's where I feel like they're going with that. There was a meme that said, don't get shot in the leg trying to comfort my girl. And I felt <laughs> right. that. I felt it. Like, like right. that. No, don't play. Don't come over here and play therapist. Like, he he he's a a very weird character too, and I feel like his like fall from get, grace for lack of a better word was so harsh because we've seen how he dealt with his baby mother, and he Who's de- also crazy right and he he did it with such tact and he was so like calm about everything and we we were kind of rooted for him in that in that space and then he goes and does this and it's like. Well, now it kind of makes you think, well, he, maybe he just is crazy. Maybe he's, right. and he's right. like covering up like, his wow. crazy because why would you even do this? But she was supposed to be on the tour too. Oh, what? Doing she? what? Singing. She could sing? She was supposed to open, but she like she was like, yo, thanks for the opportunity, but I don't think I'm ready. Oh. Yo, my whole thing is this too, right? The dude like the dude like Fizz, 
like a shoulder to cry on becomes a dick dog to ride on, right? <laughs> that's just like hood gospel. Like that goes without saying. Oh, Lord. And that's like author unknown, like 2017. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I feel like for you to date, even if you say he's not your friend, you you got history with this guy. Like y'all getting bred together, right? From Omar's perspective, I think he handled it well. But I feel bad because that's the mother of his child, and if she's sleeping with his former bandmate, and he has to see her every time he sees his kids for the next eighteen years, right? That's kind of whack. But a dude like Fizz is the prototypical bozo in the background that you can't trust, right? Like a dude like that would be the type of dude that'll be like, you walk in the room like, "Yo, son, guess who I just clapped? I just busted his shorty cheeks." Oh. <laughs> How you got her? Man, I've been wanted that. Yo, she been on my dick. Like, he'll try to right, downplay right. it. Well, you, she get around anyway. Exactly. But you never beat though. Exactly. <laughs> or you pull up with the with the new fit. It's like, yo, I was going to get them J's too, but they sold out. Or, right. or you pull up with a new V. Yo, what's the note on that? Like. <laughs> how, how you can pay that? Exactly. Like that that One dude that dude seemed like a background hater. And I think that this this has to be something historical. I think at some point on a tour back in the day, Omarion took his chick and never gave her back. And he <laughs> and he sat there with the artifice mad clench, like one day I'll get him back. I'll get my revenge. And this is that. But a dude like that can't be trusted. You know what I mean? Like But then how do you explain this to the kids? Like right. Uncle Uncle Fizz is sleeping over. Right. Like how like that's Nasty. As a victim, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's like that's I don't know. As a victim of, you know, getting fizzled out, I'll call it. You've been fizzled. Is that the term? I've been fizzled. Oh man, copyright. You've been fizzled. Copyrighted. I've been fizzled. Put it on the hat. How I'm dare they? Where is this person now? Listen, the man I am now, or I'm very much more mature and shit than I was back in the day. I think a few years ago I might have aired sun out on the podcast and all that but i've i've known dudes who knew i was talking to a chick and ran behind me and started not 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 just smashing shorty not just because <laughs> that's okay is that that's all right We'll get there. Right. I'm about to say you <laughs> like, got to like, hear yeah. both sides. This joint, like, this topic got to go slow because it's so many okay. layers, right? all right, gotcha. But not just, like, smashing shorty, but in a whole relationship. And then I find out because I got eyes and ears everywhere. People, like, I got more friends than enemies, right? And I feel like people just come to me like, yo, bro, guess what happened? Guess what I seen? And if I fuck with you, you get the benefit of the doubt. So it's like, someone could tell me, yo, I seen... Your homeboy tonguing down your ex, and I'm just like, you sure they weren't just like in a play or something, like just like <laughs> acting, like maybe he was giving a CPR or something like that. It's like, nah, son. I asked my homegirl, it was like, nah, they been fucking for a minute, Ooh. and now they getting serious. So then I'm like, okay, weird flex, but okay, because in my mind is like, I'm not gonna like call my cousin like, hey, tough cousin, I need a firearm. Like, I'm not I'm not doing that, right? I'm not doing that. Instead, I'm like, they both 86. Like, in my mind, you don't exist. Right. I'll see you. If I really fuck with you, I'll ask you about it face-to-face. And if you say anything but I'm sorry, then you 86 because I know I can't trust you. But the girl, I'm not going to, like, feel away. 
Because if you my ex, you my ex for a reason. And once you ex, you ex. You know what I'm saying? Thank but, God you don't have to see her every right, time you go but to I tell, But I tell, <laughs> I tell all my men, after shit like this, listen. People like, I don't know if you ever watched uh, the X-Men growing up, right? You watched X-Men, Thanks. right? So the leader was Cyclops. On his team was Wolverine. And Wolverine was always plotting on Jean Grey. Always. There's always going to be an X-Man trying to be the next man plotting on your Jean Grey. There's always going to be a dude that's wow. close to you. Was was Jean Grey with Cyclops? No, yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yo, that's, so, <laughs> next, that's a next level analogy. Yo, it's so true. There's always, not always, right? Because it depends on your team. But more often than not, it's dudes that's looking at your chick like, yo, she got the she got the wagon or she a breast of sword. like it's something it's something they think it's about not a breast of sword. <laughs> it's something they <laughs> they they be plotting on your chick right and for me that shit is weird because any of my dudes it it don't matter if that's the flavor of the month if you bring her around me I'm not looking at her like that I'm like okay, okay maybe she's cute what if she's like bad not it don't matter like I, like I'll say she's bad but I'm not processing it in a way where it's sexual I'm like right. that's an attractive young lady hope you win what if you saw her before they got with her and you was like nope. damn she bad and then they brought her around nope. I would still say she bad but it it de-escalates the, the level of badness in my mind okay. like it, it it takes out the sexuality like she's no longer like a, a she's now a sister not a not an a, object right, okay. right? so an object you know what I mean I have, I have friends and come on come on okay. all right uh-oh. I'll let you I have get, a get one you off. in trouble. <laughs> Had Shepsit, where are you? You know so, she'd have got you for that one. So I say I want to say that <laughs> when I was in that situation, and and my man told me, I was I was heartbroken because it wasn't even like I was heartbroken over the chick. I was more like, yo, this was a comrade. It's like, damn, I miss my friend, <laughs> right? And and then I had to like. So did you confront the friend? It wasn't a conversation. It was more like a conversation, and. <laughs> Listen, okay. I'm not a I'm not a conversational guy. I'm a February Pisces, so <laughs> you emotional. Exactly. So I do the Jim Jones cry, right? But it, was, <laughs> <laughs> but it was more like, like I asked son, I asked son about it, and he gave me like some BS stories. So I was just like, damn, like I felt like me and this guy are never gonna be cool again like that. So if now I see him on the street, it's like. Jay Z pound like we're never gonna be cool because in my mind like I take my friendships mad seriously right. and people know that about me I take yes. my shits mad seriously yes. I don't have a lot of friends I got people that I call associates and people that you know I Jay Z pound and shit like that people I fuck with but in terms of friends that I legit would bring around me or like put on a podcast or shit like that it's a very limited number so once you in that one I hold myself like I take it seriously too. So I would never violate you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm uber loyal. And most of my issues and beefs in my lifetime have been over friends. Because I don't get into beef with people like that. Mm-hmm. I don't be starting shit. I don't be into nothing. Most of my situations be over trying to defend other people. Right. But if I feel like you do some disloyal shit to me, or you don't take the friendship as seriously as I take it, like you put some other person like like ahead of me, or like you, you curve me to go hang with somebody else that wouldn't fuck with you, or like... I buy your shit and you don't buy my shit. Like, mm-hmm. shit like that will, like, burn me. Like, right. like that'll really have me my feelings. But we are number four to one by women, right, in the world. So if you're a halfway charismatic guy, you don't got to be fly these days because some dudes I know with, with high volumes 
of, of bodies, niggas do not get fly. Right. Some of these dudes dress they're like... They're the nice guys? Listen, a few dudes I know with a lot of numbers, they dress like they shop at at, at a thrift store blind. <laughs> Not like thrifting is great because you can find some good pieces, but blind, they just like, you know what? Just spin around in a circle. <laughs> land on something. Throw it on. And they out here clapping mad joints. So with all of the the inventory out here, for you to pick something that I dealt with on a serious level, and you my my man, not like an associate that we kind of see each other in passing, but right. like you've we broken bread together. That's a little weird. But you asked about a very important point, and we were talking about this earlier. Like the well, what if he didn't advertise it as a certain like? What if he wasn't claiming her, or what if he wasn't like making it, it known that she's off limits? An encounter, right? Like you. <clears throat> You used the key word there when you said, if I was dealing with her on a serious level. So I feel like this this is where like we have to shift the blame from outside to the person that it happens to. And I tell I tell all of my homeboys, fronting on your feelings will get your joint taken down. Tell me how you feel about that young lady. If she make you head over mm. heels, that's fine. L- let us know. Because the minute you say that she's up for grabs, you just you just put the good you put out the good chicken, and now <laughs> like and niggas is hungry. Like, <laughs> so now what you gonna do? You should have you like you remember everybody hates Christmas. It's like that's your father's chicken. You know yeah. your father loved the big piece of chicken. Yeah. That's his chicken. <laughs> you just put it on the table for everybody ass, now yo, because ass, you want man. it to look cool. Don't that don't ass. look cool for me because now now somebody gonna ask me, yo, who shorty? Oh, my man, you should deal with her. But he said he said he don't really jack her like that. So she's up for grabs. Clipped. If she like you, it's whatever. Like, Clipped. That's why I be telling. Listen, I love her. Stay away from her. Okay? <laughs> like, Little Wayne had a skit where he said, "Rule number one of young money is don't don't mess with nobody, girl. Rule number two is nobody has a girl." Me and my friends ran with that for like thirty seven minutes. It was mad at each other, and I'm like, "Listen, let's not do this." <laughs> Tell me who you like so I can stay away. Now to the point, like, one of my friends was like, yo, you're either naive or loyal to a fault. Because I was like, yo, if I if I dap you, stop and ask you how you how you are, I'm never gonna talk to your joint that like in that capacity. And uh, like people be ever? like, Well, no, ever, ever like ever? What, now now your joint, she's the bro. That's it. Like just because it's not like you said, it's so much inventory. But this happens all it's the not time. Worth I mean, it. like, it's great that you guys have like great morals. I feel like that's excellent. But I've heard of like chapter bros marrying ex wives of their chapter cut the commercial. bros. Cut, 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 cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. I'm not showing anybody's no, chapter. No, no word like, for my sponsors. But right? I'm just saying, like, Luna, come and play. <laughs> Show us the world today, <laughs> baby shark. Gay, gay, gay. I'm fucking with you, gay. I'm just saying, like, this is not new. Like, this happens. Like, people, for whatever reason, I know I, I don't think I would ever be in a situation like I would never be. I take that back. I would never be in a situation where that happened. Um, but it happens in the universe. Like I, I, I don't know. Is it that that many effed up people in the world that are, <laughs> that would do that to others? Or you, you got to put it on the same plane of anything else morally, where there's like there's a lot of things that have been happening forever and happen frequently. It doesn't make it okay. It just 
it just happens. But it's, it's all in how you choose to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, And I feel like Omarion played a chess game that to a Excellent. level I aspire yeah. to. Yeah. I aspire <laughs> to that level of strategy. That's a figurey fact. Because now we, he went and found Orion. Who, right. <laughs> like, wait. I ain't seen Orion since Take It Slow. <laughs> uh, That's why I'm like, what else is he going to perform? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. No, he got two songs. He got Take It Slow and like the, the second one. <laughs> second one. But he got Bad Wow on it. Bad Wow, listen, I'm a sneaky Omarion fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to try to do like the, the touch dance and like the old dancing. Which one? Oh, that one. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, chill. Oh, Icebox. Ooh. That was a good one. Icebox, too. See, this Icebox is the thing. I'm more in touch with Omarion than I am with B2K. But, like, but so. listen, on the low low, Bow Wow had some shit, too, that um, what I think about, all I think about is you. Um, Who was on that song with him? With T-Pain. Yeah. He had that shit. He had the, like, you. Even the Let Me Hold You Down. Like, people forget. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, had that was a good. They had a whole, they, they that was a good album. the joint album yeah. thing. Oh, Kelly and oh, Jay, Jay kind of did, too, Thank you. All right. Right, right. Come on now. But, um, but Bauer had like you with uh oh, with yeah. Sierra. Sierra. He had some shit. Um, I'm glad. Was Sammy on the first Millennium tour? I don't know. Sammy, I think so. Sammy he now. Was, oh, okay. Sammy, his last album was fire. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm here for him being on stage. Sammy got some shit. Uh, listen, I'm gonna have to take your word for it. <laughs> the last Sammy song I heard was off the Hardball soundtrack. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you say it's good, I trust nah, your listen, word. You 100. percent Sammy with me. had a song with uh. One of the babies is it Lil? One of the babies. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sammy and Sammy and Lil Baby. Sammy had a good song with Lil Baby. I think it is. Um, but in this situation, I do think that um, circumstances and you just kind of hit on something that happens in terms of chapters, right? Which brings us to like the next part of it, right? It's like networks, right? I think sometimes in the industry, because it's a smaller, oh, like, kind of network, they all are very... Incestuous. Yes, thank you. That's, that's exactly that's exactly what I was going to say. Great minds think alike. We're, like, synced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, you know, Nivea dating Dream and then Dream dating Luke. Like, that shit right, happens because right. of proximity, right? But I think that in the, in the black Greek world and shit like that and... New York is relatively small, but it's relatively big. Like in the popping black successful circles, whether you're creative, an engineer, or doctor, lawyer. If you're black and you can read, there's only one degree of separation. Especially in, <laughs> in New York. And if you went to schools, like certain Seriously? schools, like. No, it's true. And if you went to certain schools, like the scholars, the techs, you're going to know each other one way or another, right? But I think the difference really is what uh, Prince Trillium said is one. What type of feelings it is, and then two, like how did you advertise that? If I ever liked a girl, my man's knew about it, right? So don't get it twisted. There's dudes I know that came to me and said, "Yo, bro, what's the Carfax on Shorty X? Is she still in your roster?" And I said, "Nah, she got waived, you know, two summers ago, <laughs> right? A two day contract." <laughs> 10 days. Come on, you, you, you bad. I was thinking 10 days. No. Ace Boogie, 10 days. 10 days, maybe? 10 days. 10 years. No, two days. You vicious, man. Um, But nah, it's like, if 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 I dated her, I don't own her. It was just my turn, right? So, you know what's funny? I think that women are not about that life. There, It's like, I, I was with him. We together forever. Like, I feel like women feel... 
no, 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 Mr. Polo Will? Sagittarius is, they, they different. I think, I think women, women, women feel that way to a degree, but I don't think it's a matter of how much they care about the person. It's just, I don't want my homegirl to have the one up on me. Oh, so it's not a, you think it's the attachment like, is not Right. I don't think it's a matter dude. of the, it's right. About, hmm, I think it's more so like, I don't want to be at brunch and she talking about my old nigga. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, I care for him this much. Because I know for, like, even in just being, a, like, I, I'm someone who, like, prides myself on my relationship with my homegirls. Mm-hmm. So even in just being in their circle, mm-hmm. it's like, I know for a fact they don't like these guys. But you better not. T- you better, you better stay not away. T- well, this is what I'm saying. It's like it's just, like no. You like I said I liked him, so <laughs> boom. <laughs> like we ain't never talked. We ain't never conversed. But, but don't don't. There will touch be him. the fizz homegirl that be like, listen. She if whatever she said is cool. Right. That's between y'all. I'm here to do my own thing. Right. But I would say like in my like thir- my early. T- 20s to late 20s I probably felt more so like that but like I feel like now in the past couple years I'm in my mid 30s like I don't care if I'm not with him I don't want him I want everybody to flourish and get married like clearly we not compatible if y'all work together then good luck but I mean that's because I really don't have no feelings no Like, like, I don't, I feel, I really feel like it, like for me, I don't know. I think it's more about the connection that I would have with that guy. Cause there's clearly guys that, you know, you know, we may not work, but I still like that nigga. Don't be looking at him. But there's guys that it's like, it's nothing. And like, maybe you might be compat more compatible. I have friends that have dated guys that I've dated that I've gone on dates with and I've wished them the best of luck. That's and, a date though. And, I mean, right. Yeah. But it, I, I mean in the, but I, when I'm saying I'm wishing the best of luck, I'm like, if they actually work out, I want them to work out. But that's because I, I have no feelings, no nothing toward that dude. But right. again, this is like older, you know, more mature. Women yeah. are very <laughs> notorious for you meet, you know, homegirl A. On, I used to talk to him. On, on Sunday. <laughs> oh, oh, and then on, oh, on, on Tuesday. Oh, like, triggered. I'm triggered. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm mad triggered too, right? Because it's mad times. Like, you meet homegirl A on Sunday. You're like, hey, how you doing? She's like, oh, hi. And then Tuesday, you meet the, the other homegirl, and y'all hit it off. And y'all start talking. She's like, yo, you know, so-and-so's like, no. She's like, well, she said you try to talk to her. And I'm like, so? <laughs> like, why is she fake? claiming my name when she wanted to do with me, right? I think women are very notorious for that, but I will say again that if a dude expresses that she's off limits or he cares in my circle, it don't even got to get to that point. It's like, oh, okay, you, you, you bring her around, that's what it is. Now, if you announce that, you know, she is somebody that is looking to play for multiple teams, then that's something different. In my younger years, that was... Kind of the understanding, but you know now as a man of the Lord and um, factory and all that. <laughs> Hi, family! I love you guys. Um, oh, none oh, of that really oh, applies. You know. But you know, people like bro code was like, "Yo, bro, what's up, bro?" It's like, "Yo, go ahead." Like after twelve, I lose her. Like it was. This sounds so. No, 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 no. Actually, no. At, <laughs> So, no, no, hold on. I botched. Let me fix that. It was after I win, I lose her. Like that was the philosophy. It's like ain't nobody like stressing these chicks. Um, 
But I used to fall in like a lot. So, right. I mean, I was notorious to fall in the like. Like, I fell in like like every four days. Right. And then I would fall out of like within like seven, right? So it was like a repeat cycle. But at no point if I liked a chick, but I was going nowhere with her, and my man was like, yo, bro, like, she coming through later tonight with a bottle of 99 apples. You cool with that? I'm not going to say, no, I like her. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I go crying a car, but still it's just like, I'm not going to stop him from winning. If, right. if he can win over such, like, she's clearly more into him than me. I'm fine with that. The difference is, though, is that if that's my ex-girl or a chick I was having, like, an actual relationship with at the time, and then you say, okay, I, I know y'all was in a relationship or y'all had something serious going on or, like, a child scare or a child with, and you confiding like you confided in me about her, but now I'm gonna go sample that. That shit is crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Like shit. I've definitely and it's mad fun you say that, because I'm definitely like the fallen light guy where they be like, Oh, yo, Will, we're gonna tell this Drake to come to I'm like, all right, cool. Eight minutes later, I'm feeding her grapes. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, listen, y'all. <laughs> she said she good. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> But I, I think a part of the a part of the conversation that we're missing too is that there are times where like there is an understanding here, and I don't think men or women have a, a, a issue once it's like the air is cleared. I think right. the the fact that is it's done underhanded and it starts to make you question them in so many other spaces, like especially somebody you was getting money with. It's like so. This has been this is was my girl. This is the mother of my kids. We've been together for XYZ amount of years. It fizzled out, pun intended. And now you jump in. So it's like, how long were you just waiting in the rafters for your chance? So I mean, now what other opportunities? Just... What, what other opportunities would you take from me? It's just like that Wolverine meme where he <laughs> holding the picture. Like <laughs> it's a meme. I posted it. It's like Wolverine holding a picture of Gene. And I'm just like, That's yo, wild. That's, That's wild. That's wild. Like, like Cyclops saved your life. Right. Now, granted, he ain't, as a man, he ain't respect Cyclops, right? But it's like, he was under Cyclops because Cyclops was a better leader, right? right? Like, Wolverine was a soldier. But they always say, the strong rule the weak, but the wise rule the strong, right? I think, I think Cyclops was just smarter than Wolverine. So that's why he was the leader. And Wolverine was just a straight soldier. That was a, did, did Fizz ever sing? I was really thinking about nah, this today. He, nah, he, he, he wore he, his hat like this. Was he the rapper? He was the rapper? Like yeah, that's it. <laughs> but he had the he one glove. He was the pretty boy rapper. <laughs> that's oh. it. I don't, yo, I don't even remember him. The only one I really remember is Omarion. And J-Boog. They were the... And J-Boog. Yeah. It was that boxhead dude that got touched on allegedly. Raz, Raz B. Yeah, but I mean... But even J-Boog is apparently the booking agent for some of the shows. So he's still he's still gonna get a bag right. somehow. So it's, it it was very very strategic in how this was put together. So you think that this is part of? And I wouldn't put it past them because they've they've done stuff on level hip hop for storylines. But for me, it's just like I don't think this is a storyline. No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, think I think Omarion. Is... I think it's a storyline that Omarion wasn't privy to. So I think that he's reading this and finding out like the rest, the rest of, us, of us. Like, yo, right, wait, right. what? And in that, he chose to react how he did, which was I think was the best way for him to. He took the super classy route. And um, listen, I tip my hat to Marion for, one, putting his brother on 
having a hell of a like I'm not even a, a, a like a concert guy like I hate concerts because I hate like big crowds I just might fake have to take my sister to <laughs> to the joint and just go with her to like keep her security and all that and just like naturally the, the, the first tour got really good reviews like everybody I heard that mad yeah. people I know was, mad girls I know was there which is why I gotta take my sister to secure her right. and just listen to the music while I'm there and all that you know what I mean I'm, I'm saying indirectly that I just may have to go to the next tour we'll see what it is it's fair I, I get that We'll see. Um, so now we're going to go to our woke word segments. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Um, yeah. So this week's woke word is an opposite. Can y'all say an opposite? An opposite. So an opposite means incongruent, irrelevant, or not on point with the majority of something. Typically, it's used in a legal context to say that a legal holding for one case doesn't necessarily mesh well with another holding of a case. Mm-hmm. But we can also apply it to everyday ling- uh, language and lingo. So we can say something like this. Fizz said he was loyal to Omarion. <laughs> However, his actions were an opposite, an opposite. to his statements. <laughs> okay. That's a great one. I fully understand an opposite. In opposite. In right. opposite. I'm so add that. Yeah, add that to your vernacular. Uh, Hashtag I hope I did well. <laughs> um, and to the world, you're welcome. The, these are LSAT, SAT type words that you're getting for free. So please appreciate them. <sighs> I guess now we can go to another of our favorite topics, which I guess all jumps right into what we're talking about with uh, Lil Fizz. Let's get these fingers snapping. Oh. I hope I do had chefs it right. There you go. Ask Jazzy. Yeah. There you go. Um, hi guys. Um, so um in other news, Justin Timberlake was or he recently apologized for something that had popped up in the uh, gossip blogs a couple weeks ago where he's filming, I forget the name of the movie. Um, but he's filming this movie. Oh, opposite. It's Bring it on twelve. You just made that. Up. That is not the movie. <laughs> I forget the name. Darkwood, or I don't know. I just made that up too. Anyway, white guy trying to be black. Is that, is that making, the name of it? He's wow. making a movie with a. I don't know. If she's biracial or she makes a black co-star. Black. Not she's surprised. Black co-star. Who um, saw that she's the. She's the. Um, the mom in Raising Dion on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that. Janet yeah. Jackson. What? Super Bowl? No, I'm sorry. No. I'm not a Tim Lake fan, so. No, we're talking about the you, woman that he was. You don't subscribe to the blue eyed soul? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> bring Bieber on. Bring, bring Bieber. Bring Bieber. Bieber Belly. Bieber's coming out with a new album. A R&B Good. album at Bieber's the journals king of R&B too. Journals I never journals listened to Justin fire. Bieber But I downloaded fire. journals And I used to listen to that shit Back to back Yo. Listen Bieber's, Bieber's, the king of Bieber's last album um, You don't have to take your mind though You don't gotta Right now No no question That's the name of so No question Like Bieber got some shit And so does Nick Jonas okay. Ah I, I never knew that Jealous by Nick Jonas Is a fire mm-hmm. song I've been told by my kid's sister Right Who's okay. going to watch she, she is Apparently the best music critic out right <laughs> she now. She gonna watch me when it's come out like motherfucker, stop using my name. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so Justin Timberlake was caught having a fun evening with his co-star. 
Um, and my the, fun evening. The paparazzi basically caught him coming out of this bar called Absinthe. So you know how the night probably went. <laughs> right. Um, they caught pictures of them with his hand on her knee, and she was they drunk. walked out of the place holding hands. Because she was drunk. Now this is the extent of what we know to have happened between him and this co-star, right? So this came out a while ago. People were like, oh, yeah, it doesn't look good. But I don't feel like anybody was, like, really worried about it. So this week he came and apologized to his wife and his family um, for basically embarrassing them. And, uh, you know, he said he it was a lapse of judgment and he was really drunk, but that doesn't really excuse his behavior. So that leads me to ask you guys, what is considered cheating? Who wants to, you want to start? <laughs> you, you can go first, my good brother. So to, to really drive the point across... I need some, I, I have to give some context. There was a space in which I may or may not have been the most savory character. Mm-hmm. And my definition <laughs> of cheating then was sex. Okay. So my thing was like, well, if I didn't have sex, I didn't cheat. Hmm. Being someone. How long ago was this? I, I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> right, okay. Here you go. <laughs> Being someone of a bit more emotional intelligence now and a bit more maturity and just knowing just knowing myself and being self-aware, to me now, cheating is whatever whatever is like outside of the boundaries you and your partner set. You got it. You are the listen, first time around. Listen, Hold on, Will, you got I'm, it. I'm, I'm trying here. <laughs> but I was definitely like, well... Hey, fingers aren't cheating. <laughs> Mouths aren't cheating. <laughs> this this was in a way way long time ago. Mm-hmm. But so let's let's hear from the married uh, man right. in the room. We we want to know. Um. Well. Um. Hmm. So he's married, right? Yes, to Jessica Biel, Seventh Heaven. <laughs> and they got kids. Is that the uh plane sorry. Um She wait, Seventh Heaven? Mm-hmm. Neutrogena. With the ears or a different one? I don't remember She's the ears. Blind. She was the older she was the oldest sister. Oh, she was wild annoying, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> got it. That's someone's wife, so I have, I have nothing bad to say about anybody's <laughs> wife. Um I will say that I agree with um with Will in terms of like the boundaries. I think it's also doing anything emotionally, like anything that would have an emotional impact on you to somebody else. So, for instance, if you wouldn't want to see your spouse holding somebody else's hand or you wouldn't want to see your spouse um, cuddled up with somebody. or it's, But sometimes it could be more grandly than that because sometimes it could be texting with somebody or DMing with somebody in the context of, you know, overt flirting or something like that. I think it it's really knowing your spouse and knowing what would trigger them and not doing that to them. Cause conversely you wouldn't want them doing anything that could trigger you um, in that same space. But I do think that as um, I'm not famous, right? I've been fake famous on campus and, and shit like that. And, and back in the town, I do think that sometimes shit get 
blown out of proportion, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's been times, I was out with my mom's one time. I never forget this shit. I was out with my mom's, and one of my ex's homegirls ran down. On you and your mother? I was walking with my mom's to go see a movie. <laughs> what? And, and Shorty was like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, the fuck does it look like I'm doing? I'm going to the movies. It's like, and it, so when I say ran down, it wasn't on some like hands clap, like who's this, like, right. it wasn't, it wasn't like disrespectful, mm-hmm. but it was more like, she came to, came to me and was like, oh, who's this? I'm like, my mom's? And she was like, oh, okay. All right. Just making sure. Um, well, Mama PNL is cute. Thank you. But <laughs> then she was like, uh, you know, old girl said that she was out with your mom. I, I had to make sure because she looked kind of young. And I'm just like, I like it was cute, but at the same time it was annoying. So my mom's is like, what was that about? So I'm like, oh, nothing. She was like, is that one of your little girlfriends? And I'm like, no, it's actually one of my, sorry, not, actually, it don't matter. Sexual limitations in the past. Right. <laughs> one of my girlfriends is homegirls making sure that I wasn't, you know, and my mom looked at me like, don't get none of these little heifers pregnant or nothing like that. But she was also like highly annoyed because mm-hmm. I think had said the wrong thing to my mom. My mom's probably would like grab her by her neck and, and like <laughs> like drag her down Court Street. Um, like, but with all that said, though, I think as a man, so as a man now, I think a younger me would have been on some like, yo, he ain't do nothing. It was a fucking hand holding, right? Right. But as an older me, if I saw my wife holding a dude hand. I'm not going to say, oh, they're just hand-holding. In my mind, I'm thinking, like, all right. Can I process this fast enough to calm down mm-hmm. and not do anything rash? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's a very different analysis now. I think a younger me, if I saw a chick that I was I was talking to seriously holding somebody's hand, I'm like, depending on, like, if I like her, like her, can I beat him? <laughs> can I? That's the first thought? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Can I beat him? <laughs> if not, if I can't, like, is there something around that I can use to even oh, the, like wow. a, a stanchion, a fucking bot? Like, <laughs> can I even the odds up a little bit, right? But I think now it's a very different analysis. And I think, like, in all seriousness, I do think that as a man, um, we got to stop putting women through shit just because we want to test them to see, like, how loyal they can be long term. But in this context... You need Mac. You need more context because it's the paparazzi. They'll catch right anything. They'll catch like him helping her into her black car by pushing her ass and say Timberlake squeezing ass. Right, mm-hmm. caressing. Mm-hmm. Right, but not knowing she's she she probably was a a girl that was taller than him. And he was trying to help her into her her car. So we need full. Context. I feel like the fact that he came back and apologized leads me to believe there might have been a little something more going on. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. It, it might not have been much, but there might have been an air of guilt. That's his work wife. Right. Exactly. That's and his work I wife. Think, and um, you think about how many movie sets where people come together, Angelina and Brad, right. on, you know, uh, that's how they got together. And you're just like really close with somebody. You're probably doing love scenes and stuff like this. And I feel like... It can just be intimate. And and my thing is, like like you said, work wife. Like, sometimes you just build a connection with somebody that could be innocent, non-sexual, but something that's very close, which a spouse may consider to be cheating because you're emotionally being close to someone else that's other than them. Like, I mean, again, I'm not married, so... 
Yet. Yet. Um, (laughs) But I just think that, especially in situations like that, it's a different level of respect, of commitment, and uh, I guess um, boundary setting, like you said, because I think that's what's most important. Because I feel like people are different. Everybody has different personalities. You might be married to somebody or dating somebody that is highly flirtatious, that is not me. innocent. <laughs> not you. But you know, y'all know y'all have friends that, like, they don't even mean nothing by They can't help themselves from flirting. That's just Listen, their nature. They're charming. They're, huh? Flirty chick to an emotional dude is dangerous. Well, to an emotional dude, but to one that can handle it. Should have had me at home playing... I get lonely. Uh, 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 I'm gonna be at the window, uh, the window uh, with the chopper like Malcolm, like, <laughs> singing Keisha Cole. Like, never knew. I, like, I should have cheated. Right, like, sent from heaven. Don't play with me. Like, like nah. but y'all know people that are just overly right. flirtatious and they don't necessarily mean anything by that. I think I know. I personally couldn't be with somebody like that, but they're they deserve love too, right? Hate- and there, there's somebody out there that will be able to handle that level of flirtation and wave it off and be a- be comfortable with it. So I see that all the time and it's times when I'm out innocently having an IPA or some Prosecco and there's some flirtatious women, like especially if I'm out with a, with a couple of my guys. Matter of fact, the last time we was all out for uh, Sandy right, going away yeah. joint. So we had a bar and people are coming from work so people are dressed all types of ways but I think when people see young black professionals out, there's always like this, like bloodlust, like a fetish to like engage them. Mm-hmm. And I always come across, I've seen women out with their husbands. Like I'll be at the bar, like in my own world, and the chick will be like, "Oh, so what are you drinking?" And I'm like, in my mind, I'm just like, um, I'll glance up if, if it's a chick by herself. It's not that I'm a flirt, but I think I might like converse, right? Mm-hmm. Innocent conversation. But if you if you're with a whole dude and you're asking me what I'm drinking, I'm looking at your man like, yo, he's soft. Because <laughs> there's no way that my lady will be out with me and it don't matter how good his food looks, his drink looks, she's not asking him nothing. I and I get a menu. And I even do it one better. Like, some people will say if there's a dude, a space, and a space, that the chick should sit in the middle. Fuck that. She with me, bro. You sit next to me and... You're going to observe her over my shoulder. That's funny you say that because I know lots of men that, like, will be with their wives or whatever, and they just love to be... Like, it's usually the guys that love being a center of attention. So, like, it's like, yes, you have your wife here, but it's like, oh, ladies, you know, what are you doing now? Meet my wife, blah, blah, blah. You've never seen this? I have. I mean, maybe as a woman I see it more, but, like... I just hate when, when women are with a dude and they try to flirt with me because to right. me it makes me uncomfortable because I know personally if my lady did it I wouldn't be cool with it yeah, so it's a ten- an attention thing I, I know I, but I, like. I try to ignore it and it makes it worse you, like, you know what I'm saying right. like I would be like oh I'm just drinking a drink and it's like oh what kind of drink is that oh you know you know that's a nice tie and they just keep going and I'm just like yo knock in my mind I'm like I'm getting annoyed and I'm like yo get the fuck away from me like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how good you look I feel like I'm very big on respect like mm-hmm. I like I give it first and I expect it back. So it was just like, if you out with your with your whole dude, why are you in my mouth for? Mm-hmm. Like, get his dick dog. Like, don't don't <laughs> right. But the other thing too, um, because you, you raised another point, and I I don't want to miss it. You said something else before that about um, damn, what you said? You said something else that I that I, that I kind of wanted to to piggyback off of um, flirting. Was it boundaries? F- flirting boundaries. 
it'll come back to me later. But I just feel like, um, oh no, you said it. The and it was an excellent point. The work wives and work husbands, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's that's a real thing. That's a, yeah, right. That's is. a that's a real thing. And it's like most of my jobs I've had, um, up until recently, the married chicks come to me, but the single chicks come to me too to kind of like point to me about they dudes. And it's just like. I can get away with saying anything to them. Like, I can say literally whatever the fuck I want. Like, literally. And in their mind, they think I'm harmless because I'm married, mm-hmm. which is true because I'm, you know, mm-hmm. teen black men don't mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right? But it's just like, I would never escalate it to a work wife because I think a work wife means that you'd actually hang out with them outside of work and you text and shit like that. Really. To me, but I, like, again, boundaries, levels like, to like, everything. I may have work friends that we can kind of confide in each other about certain shit. Like I've had women say, you know, I've tried to get Chuck to, you know, buy a suit or buy some new shoes or tailor his, 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 his shit, and he just won't. I'm like, well, why? He's like, well, I said that he's dressed more like you. I'm like, you, you can't tell a man what how to. Buggy. And shit like that, there's exactly there's a sense of you're attracted to that guy. Why are you saying that? Because if I came home and told my wife, yo, you should wear the same perfume as so and so, or you should wear your hair like her, that yeah, means I'm trying no. to pretty much fetish her through you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that work wife shit is pretty dangerous too, and work husbands too. Um, and I think that in certain situations, you got to be careful because, again, a shoulder to cry on can dick dog to ride on, right? So. But yeah, boundary. It sounds like it's boundaries and just really setting um, expectations with your partner because it's really about, like you said, what you feel would be disrespectful to yourself and what you know your partner would find to be disrespectful. Right. And I think there's a level of self-awareness that has to be present there too. Like, just as we said um, like, don't front to uh, about your feelings to your friends. Don't front to yourself. Like, if you know, like you said, if you know you're doing things that would make you uncomfortable, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not right. Treat people how you want to be treated. And also, I feel like sometimes people, they know, like, they're attracted to somebody, but they try to talk themselves out of it. Like, oh, right. it's nothing. Like, it'll you know, fine. it'll be fine. You know, it's cool for me to, like, text this person. And, yeah, no. it's You, you should definitely be more <laughs> yeah, alert. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. I don't really feel like Justin was necessarily cheating, to be, to be honest, on, like, the plain level. Because I don't know what the nature of their relationship friendship is i mean holding hands looks a little you you might be doing a little too much but it could have been they could have really been holding hands for like two seconds and like like oh and then let go and then went about their business you know what i mean but you'll you'll never know you know but you should err on the side of caution and not be physical with anybody besides your partner but sometimes people are just like touchy-feely so i don't know i think it's it's definitely a uh thin a thin line when it comes to um, lust, and, lust and yeah, uh, which is why you gotta just know your 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 spouse and know yourself. Like if you had a flirty spouse, like if if she's don't if, do it. If to he yourself. or she is flirty <laughs> while y'all don't dating, do it don't expect to get married and the flirt will just turn off. Right. Because when you marry, person's really at they they most comfortable, right? Like they really gonna they gonna show their ass. They gonna fart in front of you. They gonna. <laughs> Pick their nose in front of you, like they gonna like certain shit is just gonna be like manifested even more. 
So you can't expect the person to be wild flirty. You put a ring on and it's like, oh, I'm not a flirt anymore. Right. And I was like, no, no, I'm flirting, but I'm married. It's okay. And it's also (laughs) a level of like comfortableness and security because I feel like when you're insecure about a situation, more things would tend to bother you than others. Because we've had this conversation. I remember we were talking about like carnival and like dancing at carnival and like, would you want your boyfriend or your girl dancing up on somebody in front of you or whatever, right? And it's like, if you know that's your man, like, I don't think it's, you know, I have a friend like her, her husband will dance with like her friends and stuff at parties. Like, I know some people, right? See, it's like some people are not built like that. But for them, it's like innocent. It's not, it's not like a big deal. But again, it has to do with like your level of comfort and security. Like, I think. Insecurity as a as a construct is like I think things like security and sensitivity. People say it, and I'm not saying you're doing this right, mm-hmm. but I think some people perceive those as like weaknesses, right? But I think insecurity or security with self is not a weakness. It's just more a projection of a boundary. I think that's mm-hmm. rooted in a boundary, right? So it's like for me, I know how I am, right? Um, like I said, I fall in like and lust easily. These mm-hmm. days, not as much, right? But it's like if I'm at a, in a in a place with wild liquor, scantily clad, breast services <laughs> and 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 wagon trains and all that, and they everywhere dancing and gyrating, and I'm just like, oh oh oh, I'm not supposed to think this is something. Like I wasn't raised to think that. Oh, this is this is the culture. No, it's more like <laughs> right. not this accent though. But it's the culture. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my culture is come here, <laughs> right? Right. So it's just like I don't like I I know myself and. I police myself my own boundaries, right? So it's just like, I've been in parties with my wife before and, and people danced with her early on and my reaction was very poor. Like, people at first wanted to laugh, but my reaction told them, He's nah. serious. Like, so ever since then, we've had a great understanding of, all right, this is what it is. And I'm not saying she had to be stuck under my arm the entire time. She danced with her homegirls, her cousins, but um, now if we had a party and the man tried to dance with her, her homegirls would be like, nah, just clear it out and it's an understanding because after that one situation I make a movie and I do nothing stupid but I had to establish an understanding to the world right I'll leave it at that mm-hmm. right but that's just me knowing my boundaries right and just knowing myself so I think stuff like if me and her went to like crop over or any other carnival um she's you know she said you know if I'm dancing down the road and or chipping down the road or However y'all want to phrase it. you get down the right. street. <laughs> <laughs> and a dude, you know, randomly goes behind me. I think in that one context, I might be more okay with it in the carnival context because it's just so the much setting. going on. Okay. It's so much going on that I literally can't police everybody, but also in a foreign country, them charges different. If they locked up, <laughs> wow. if they locked up vibes. Right. A national hero. <laughs> what are they gonna do to me? They gonna slay you, right? An American man <laughs> was arrested for assaulting a reveler. <laughs> like, oh, uh, you, got the, you be listening to major news, all that, yeah, all that. okay? Because like, you know exactly how they sound. Edwin um, Edwin Eggleston Johnston the nah. thirteenth was assaulted by Patagonia and Lattes. So that okay, so this is like the physical element of like cheating, right? But what about like texting conversations? Like, 
what is the line with communication with other people of the opposite? Oh, well, people. <laughs> right. To, to be honest, like, it's easier for me to accept. And granted, like, it's not on me to accept or not accept. But I, I'm a bit more understanding of a physical relationship than an emotional one. Really? Be- because a physical one to me says that you wanted something in addition to mm. versus an emotional one where it says you wanted something that I wasn't giving you. Like you wanted something in place of. And mm. that's that's hard to accept. This dude got to be like on a Drake or like a... Um, <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah, we need you on an intro to, to right. like... Somebody R&B. You know what? Call Sammy and right. Do, right. do the intro to the next Sammy. Oh, even Omarion. Omarion's next album is going to be fire. Right. You, you got to do the intro. You got to do the intro to the next Omarion because that was... That was some deep shit right there. Like I, 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 I know that me personally, and just I want to say human behavior, but I don't want to speak for everyone. But it's like you might just want something physical, or you might be attracted to someone physically, even like biologically. You might not, and you'll still react. Versus an emotional attachment, like that's a lot of pouring in. That's a vulnerability. Like it's that's that's a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. Then I'm blow your house up. Boom. <laughs> he said, boom. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. Fuck boy, don't run. Right. Where you that's going? It. That's it. Nah, that's that's deep. And I mean, for me, the boundary too is like, because it's time, from time to time, like for the podcast, like the last episode, like we was doing a poll recently where we was asking about like BBWs and like weight limits and shit like that. And when I post shit like that, people are jumping my DMs that I know and they'll say, you know, I'm... You know, five, six, one eighty, whatever. And I'm like, I would have never known, right? I'm not like, where's your weight? You ask your titties, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like I keep it. You keep, I keep it a, cute. Like yeah. I keep it respectful. Mm-hmm. And then you know, most chicks be like, oh, my man likes my weight or whatever. So it's not like, again, they view me as like a married, innocent guy. So they they think telling me shit like that is innocent, and it is because even if they're an attractive woman. In my mind, it's not going anywhere, anywhere, right? It's not like I'm taking this information and I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, in the bathroom, like, it's, it's, it's not. I never want to hear that noise again. <laughs> what? I never want to hear that noise again. What? Where did that out? Where, where did that <laughs> And you had, he had it so deep. He had it down. Like, that's, that's not, exactly that's how not it sounds. Right, that exactly. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> um, nah, but in all seriousness, I'm not taking that information and then like I'm not processing it in a sexual way, right? Like it's more so if we're doing a poll and we're asking about like certain stuff, like especially when it comes to, like the female body, a lot of women have body issues that you will never know. So when they're saying, you know, what they weigh and shit like that, um, like I take it in, like in stride. Now, mm-hmm. if chicks were sending me pictures of themselves scantily dressed, I'd have to block them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or say, yo, homeboy X. You... Get on that. Yeah. Um, but I do think in the age of social media, it's making a lot of lines. Oh, it may not make the lines of cheating blurry, but it makes certain things easier to do or a little complicated because there's so much access to people, I think, in this day and age that... There wasn't before. And so some people take like 
you know, reaching out to someone or um, communication with someone can be taken possibly for cheating or something that might lead to cheating down the line more so than back in the day where it's like, you know, you purposely reached out to somebody. Now it's just like, oh, so-and-so put up a funny meme and, you know, I sent a reaction emoji and next thing you know, you being screenshotted because, oh, look, they thought my shit was funny. Like, you know, like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, that's extreme. I mean, but I will say, though, is that I think it's tough, right? Because if, like, certain people will say that they don't want they, they, him or her, like... I know mad dudes that don't want they chick following any of the dudes that be posting like 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 lusty pics. Mm-hmm. And conversely, I know some chicks that don't want they dudes following, you know, these uh bottle technicians type chicks. <laughs> right. Or, or chicks that's right. scantily clad and shit like that. Or even Or exes. At, Can you follow your ex? I don't I don't have Can exes. Can you follow your ex? I don't have Can exes. Can you follow your ex, Polo Will? That's that's my typical answer. I don't have exes. But in the interest of the conversation, I can. I'm actually, I'm I'm like the the worst kind of ex boyfriend because we're cool. Mm. Like I just don't believe in burning bridges, like unless it's something extreme. But beyond that, we can in amicably because I've never had a relationship that was like, oh, it just blew, blew up, up into mm-hmm. some wild way. Mm-hmm. It's just like we drifted apart. We grew apart. In that, we can still maintain some level of friendship. Like, I'm not going to call you and check on you every day. <laughs> but following you is not going to not gonna be anything for me. But I do pose a question to you guys because I had this conversation with my friends. And just in speaking of social media, would you be more worried about um, your significant other being followed by, well, Trey Songs or <laughs> being followed by, like, James from her job. That's a very good question. Hmm. To answer, to, to answer <laughs> the first question, I'll answer yours. I don't follow any of my exes. I think I follow some chicks that we have history, but we were like we were cool. Right. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like things ended in the, like. But any any person I seriously dated in a relationship, I don't have contact with, and that's because um, it's not that the emotions are still there, but it's more so like. I just don't want to like. I want to keep up that that, that wall to ever like mm-hmm. just just to prevent any type of conversation or any like. It's better off just like right. we stay apart. But if Trey songs or somebody follow my lady, my assumption would be he trying to see who in town for the night with the shits. <laughs> James from work, I'm less worried about because I feel like the coworker. Actually, I'm like, wait, actually, why are you actually, about actually, like, James, actually, James, 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 James got more access. James, James there every day with James, the latte, with the bacon, <laughs> egg, and cheese, just like how she now? like it. Like, what? and James is probably trying to see how she is outside of work, right? And he's trying to build the the picture. And I mean, I've gone to my wife's job, and I can tell who like her just because they see me, and it's like, oh, I heard about you, and I'm like, okay, that like. That's my opposition right there. Like, him. <laughs> what about I heard about you makes you the opposition? No, because it's like, yo, listen, peep this. Imagine you go to your him's job, right? And one chick, like, you meet ten people, right? Male, female. Well, they don't even gotta say nothing. No, it's no, the energy. No, so it's, it's here, the energy. Here's, here's where I'm going with words. it. Here's where I'm going with it, right? You meet ten people, right? 
nine of them, male or female, are like, hey, hey, nice to meet you. I heard about you. You know, nice to meet you. And then one chick is like, oh, I love your shirt. I love your hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what it is. And they just... They going too hard. Right, right, right. right. Okay. Like so, when the white people try to jerk chicks? <laughs> right. So right. a dude was just like, oh, man, like, yo, nice to meet you. Yo, you really sharp. And I'm just like, all right, nah, nah, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> and then come to find out, that wasn't like a work husband or nothing like that, but that's the dude that's been like a pain in her ass. And like his energy, it just read very transactional. It, it read very, because I'm, I'm very big on first impression like that's the only impression and i don't know if it's i was raised to be paranoid slash to survive but it's like the first hint i get that you want some other type shit i just that's it you're never right. gonna be like you're never gonna live that down so that dude since then has like done nice things for my wife in terms of like career type stuff mm -hmm. and i'm still like i ain't jacking it <laughs> i like, do got nah. do got an ulterior motive right mm -hmm. so i feel like that's a very good question. And on second thought, you know what? <laughs> the James type dude is actually more dangerous than Trey Songz because Trey Songz may just be trying to get into it for the night. But the James is, is trying to build his his case to be like right long term, yeah, long term like, game. James is is well, James running a marathon. Trey <laughs> Trey Songz is, is is running like a quick hundred right. meter sprint. So would you be more concerned of yeah I'll, him I'll getting a follow from? Bernice or <laughs> Angela in accounting? I would definitely, Angela in accounting would bother me way more. Because this is just the act, the level of access. Because right. I feel like I could monitor, like, I'm, I'm going to follow Bernice on my Finsta. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I'm going to know when that bitch in town. So, I don't... <laughs> I'm giving too much. It's jazzy. Too much. Too much. What's Finsta? What's, what's my, a Finsta? My for, fake uh, Insta account. Oh, whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm just saying, you know, you got to be in the know. True. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think we have a consensus on that. And that's yeah. a that's a very good question. Be more worried about James or Angela than Trey or, or Bernice. So that's a very good tidbit. The uh, Dubai and Dubai, the Dubai and Durag model is pulling up, dropping... Straight, straight flames and all that. Mm -hmm. We gotta get into this new music. Um, mine's is from a Harlem legend. Uh, his name is A Mafia, Dipset affiliate. Um, I've been told that like Lusty Tunes, Gunman Tunes, and what's the other one? L Lusty Tunes, Gun. The I don't drill? The, the drill? I, no? I'm not a drill fan. <laughs> I like certain individual Brooklyn guys that are in the drill scene, like Bando Black. MV Kane, Chef G, Sleepy Hallow. Right, I don't. Spelling is so odd. <laughs> uh, no shots, please, please. So um, is this a one character lower than Freaky Ziki? Whoa, whoa! First of all, a mafia. A mafia, whatever. Whoa, that was a haymaker. Yo, you just hit him with a Deontay Wilder haymaker. Wait, why, why, why? Is he lower What's than Freaky Ziki? Because he's. Know? Cause Zeke don't really rap. Oh, like, he doesn't. Also, oh, he's just a hype man. Zeke I'm sorry. Zeke don't get the credit he deserves. For what was he's at, not a rapper? At one point, Zeke had two record label deals at oh. once. Yeah, he did. Like, 
I would never listen to his record. Oh, okay. <laughs> However, so he's not really that good. He has but... some good artists. He, right. Like Ash he, and he, Sing. He, he knew his role uh, in that yeah. space. Okay. All right. I've never heard of the A person. A, a, a Mafia. mafia. Yeah. It's A My Mafia. Bad. <laughs> Here's that. Dogs, then I'm popping a couple off. Them blocks we gon' hustle off. And now flip nothing that I'm not getting double off. When I get to busting, all my ops getting shuttled off. I'm in the love, couple bitches caressing me. Many snitches is stressing me. I don't do credit, ain't no nigga finessing me. Took too many losses, had to switch up the recipe. My song is off the Queen and Slim um, soundtrack. New song from Lauren Hill, Guarding the Gates. What? Is that it? Yeah. It's, it's Guarding the, uh, the Gates. Queen it's Slim Queen soundtrack. And Slim. Queen and Slim, awesome movie. Go see it. Here's that. to know what you're going to do, where you're going to, because they want to come, where I'm showing you, yes, they want to come. Mine is Chef G, speaking of, um, Flows Part 2. Not Part 1, Part 2. Here's that. Feeling the pressure. I know they feeling the pressure. I know they feeling the pressure. I just been feeling alone. Told her to leave me alone. I want you on my mind if I know I don't. In the sense of I know. Rapping just gave me a passage. To deliver the message. That was the just something gets on the mattress. Really wasn't a mattress. Niggas ain't really amazed. Niggas ain't really amazed. Crossing, I bet you won't do it again. You better stay in your frame. Better you stay in your lane. They funny, don't chill with them. Bitches ain't wifey material. Ain't wifey material. Word of my mother, I got it. You gotta be spitting the same. But yeah, like, I'm not a drill fan per se because the drill I, I know was like SD, Chief Keith. And like when that came out, I was like, oh shit. Like, I was fake shaking dreads. I was like, Certain songs they had, like, SD had a couple of fire songs. Dirk had a couple of fire songs. Um, Dirk had a song called Bang Bros. That was pretty good. Chief Chief Keef had, like, mad good songs. Fredo had some songs, Rest in Peace. Um, JoJo had a decent song, Rest in Peace. Um, but I was never really into Chicago drill like that. And now in Brooklyn, we have a drill scene, too. Which for me isn't really my cup of tea because I don't like hearing people talk about shooting each other and it's just not what I'm into. So is what characterizes it as drill? Is it what they're talking about yeah. or is it the it's, sound? A of drill the music? is like shooting. Right. It's like clapping somebody. To go on a drill is to go on a mission. So essentially, it's the music, the soundtrack to that. It's, a, it's like a murder soundtrack. Like what are y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like a, and there, there definitely is a sound to it, like a certain drum and all yeah. that. But oh. as someone who was into the drill scene, I posed a question. I came here to start trouble. Someone said "Finito" by Chief Keef was better than "Computers." How do you feel about that? Computers so I didn't hear "Finito." 
No, the social network. I know that song, confused. but why? Why are we? Would we because would we because of the them? subject matter and the energy it gets oh, in oh, response. Okay, okay. Finito, What's the you Finito prob- song? is um riding through New York. I'm I'm riding through New Jersey. I'm about to blow this shit up. Like if you hear it, you'll be like, oh, it's it's that. That one has a faster beat. Though. Yeah. Nah, computers, computers. But I never heard of Finito. I was, and you I'm dancing over to here, computers I'm already. Computer. I talk the same <laughs> shit from your computer. Uh, 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 uh. I'm trying to air it out. Bop, bop, bop. And I'm not a gangster. Yeah. So, like, I I mean, it gets me so, hyped. So, it's funny. I've been in that. parties and um, I threw my hat and said Mitch caught a body about a week ago. Right, right. right. But I don't know if those are or drill songs either. I will say that even now, like, um, Pop Smoke, right? I think... I've seen people dance to this music, and I think certain people have a generational thing where they actually listen to the content and the, and the lyrics, and others just want to like tap their feet for the vibe. Right. I think if you care about the vibe, then you'll say, "I'm a thot, get me lit, gun on my hip, hey, hey, baby, don't trip," right? Or you may say, um, "The other one, come meet the woo," right? And at a 37 year old party or at Katra, you can say, "Meet the woo." Watch who you speaking to, and it's nothing. It's lyrics. Say that shit on the wrong street in Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> say, it to, say it to a cho, and you, yeah. you're in trouble. And say it to somebody that's jacking some some other shit, you'll have an issue. And vice versa, right. you do certain dances in certain neighborhoods, you're going to have an issue. That's not anything new. It's been that way for like the last, what, eight or nine years right. roughly, right? I, for the younger generation, right? Like, they're on the train slapping each other and recording it over, like, hand signs and shit like that. Mm. And I don't want to minimize what they're doing because for a lot of them, it's like a a gang culture, but spilling into music. Not for the first time, but I think because of the social media era, they're recording everything, and it's impacting how it's all processed. So the people that don't know any better, they'll hear Pop Smoke say, Meet the Woo, and be like, oh, it's a, it's cool. It's a cool catchy. song. Yeah, it's catchy. But people who got a problem with him in Brooklyn is, is hearing that, like, yeah, I, if I hear that shit played on my blog, it's going to be a problem. But you know what's funny? I feel like in Brooklyn, it's probably some pilgrims listening to that song in their apartments or at the Listen, local bar. Do, do you, and then literally down the block, somebody got shot for right. probably singing the same lyrics. And like, the wild thing, and, too, is I've seen, you know, people like that in your hood, actually, with different, you know, flags on and things like that. And... In, in your in your hood, Jazzy, there was a time where you couldn't wear certain colors. And I see people now carting in the way down <laughs> that street with whatever on. And I still see, like, some young toughs out there. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Right. And it's nothing. It, it blew my mind just in not too long ago, probably like six days max. Someone was walking down my block with a bandana in his pocket. And other, of course. And it probably was just handkerchief with no meaning mm-hmm, to it mm-hmm. and it was it was like completely fine but if that was someone that looked like us they would have had an issue it would have been right. an issue and right. that's what that's what I'm like this is stupid stupid this right is like, right right come on and I've seen a young guy walking through my part of town um and he, he clearly was part of some type of gang and I was coming from the gym so I'm, I'm dressed down um I look at him and in my mind I think I'm like I don't always know what my face is saying, 
But I think my face kind of said like, okay, he's the ops because he looked at me and immediately he like he kind of tensed up. Tensed up, right? But I'm I'm thinking like, why is he wearing that here? Like this dude must be trying to prove something because no tough guy or tough girl I know goes through the wrong neighborhood mm-hmm. with some stuff on to prove a point. Right. Maybe when you're like 15 and, you, right. and you're trying to prove how tough you are. But in today's day and age, the toughest of the tough don't go to enemy territory just to go to enemy territory, right? right? And I think this dude was just walking through to prove that he could walk through. Like, I was waiting for him to pull his phone out and say, look where I am. Right. But I, but I could tell by his body language that he wasn't really secure in his whole situation. I wasn't, listen, he wasn't my opposition. I had, I had no issue with his son. I was trying to get home and make a protein shake. Right. Right. Like, I had no qualms about what he was doing, but I felt bad for his son because I'm like, the energy you're putting out, I could tell you're not ready to go as far as some of the people that, you're gonna be opposing if you ride in that lane. Cause if you stay in that lane and you wind up getting incarcerated, some of the guys that you're gonna be on the other side of is, is gonna mash you out and you're gonna be, you know, really far from home with no recourse or cause you want to try to be a tough guy. Right. It's way more money out here. Right. It's way more money out here in getting a job and and you know, enjoying the finer things of life. But all that other tough stuff is not really what it is. The drill scene does have value, but I do want guys to start to... What is the value? To, I think the value is that it's providing a way for some of these guys to get out of the streets. But how are they getting out if they're talking about they killing other people? They get they signed. Get signed. But they're talking about killing other people. So at the same time, you have to look at it as like, this is how they got into this space, but they're not going to continue those actions because now there's more to lose. But don't they usually be continuing the actions not and then really, ending up in jail? Not really. A la Kodak Black. Or the, uh, like, the, I mean, the, not that he's a drill yeah, artist, right. no, but I'm just saying. Example, like, the other side of that conversation is Jay-Z. When the last time you think Jay-Z touched the brick? Mm, okay. When the last time you think Jeezy, Pusha T, any of these people have touched the brick? Mm-hmm. But in doing that, they were able to put together a narrative that got them to where they are. So we can't just cut them. Cut, like, And at the end of the day, it may not, We when we were talking about it earlier, it may not be like aspirational about, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Some of them can take on the role of a journalist and just report what's happening mm-hmm. or what has gone on in the space. But then you have, okay, I have a, you know, I, oh. I've, I've come from a space where I've seen legal action taken of based off of these lyrics songs. Yeah, of course. and songs and to the point where, you know, experts have to be brought in to talk about the poetic nature of the <laughs> lyrics. Right. But when you're detailing, you know, just shot Mitch about a week ago or whatever the Mitch hell they body was. Body. Nah, he Mitch, was bugging. Mitch he was caught bugging. the body. But whatever I'm saying is like, I, you know, I get the, I get trying to get out the hood using your experience, but then where do you draw the line and then kind of make it about leaving that behind without detailing your wrongs and, you know. That's why, so certain, and these are very good points. Same thing we saw about earlier. Certain guys like Bando Black, they paint the picture more of, here's what I've been through, here's where I want to go. He's not He's not necessarily saying, oh, if I see anybody, it's on the popping. He's actually doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. He's saying, here's what I've been through, here's, here's where I want to go. And he's doing it in a meaningful way. And even in interviews, He's like, here's where I want to go. I want all my guys to go here. Like, mm-hmm. positive, positive, positive. Some of the other guys are doing the opposite, and they're promoting and romanticizing a lot of the more negative aspects. 
how I feel personally is I like more of, and I buy more into the guy, the girl that's spinning it in a way that's like perseverance, introspection, overcoming certain obstacles, mm-hmm. like changing life for the better. Because I'm not into hearing a bunch of 20-somethings talk about spinning blocks, right? Because in my 30s, where I'm at now, the Brooklyn I'm, I'm from, from my place on the sidewalk, I've seen a lot, mm-hmm. right? So it's like I don't get off on that like it doesn't right. entertain me to to hear guys talking about shooting each other right right because i know half of these guys haven't been in no kind of real situations and i know half of them if they were in a real situation they would fold like an envelope mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. like immediately so mm-hmm. it's just like and same thing in certain legal situations having you know interned in some courts i've seen guys you know taking crazy numbers for things they didn't do because they felt like that was honorable and I've seen guys also, you know, catch a parking ticket and, and say, okay, the drug's <laughs> over there. <laughs> right? So none of that, like, none of that really, like, I'm not I'm not enthralled or, like, mm-hmm. like none of that type of stuff, like, impresses right. me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's why, like, I'm not a drill fan by no means, but I do appreciate certain drill artists oh, and certain yes. songs. Okay. But my first choice of music is never going to be drill. Right, like just pure like what I hate sometimes with like title and Spotify is I'll play one song I like. And then that's all they give me. No, and then they just suggest some other shit that I don't want to hear. I'm just like, turn this nigga off now. (laughs) This nigga talking about like spinning blocks and and shit that I like and 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 poles and ladders, which are pretty much adding stuff onto guns so you can shoot more. Come on, son, like nah, I see you on the train last week, son. You ain't had it on you. Right. If I spin a block now, that means I forgot my keys in Starbucks. <laughs> That's it. Like nobody's trying to to do all that. Wow. <sighs> I feel like we can keep this going for like another three or four hours. I just don't know if the people gonna hear this at work and want to listen for another three or four hours. So I think that's a good place to uh, wap. But want to thank our, our guest this week. Yes. Polo Thanks Will for, for coming up. through. For so where me. can we hear the Same Energy Podcast? Um, on Instagram, we're at Same Energy Podcast. Everywhere else, we're at Same Energy Podcast. Um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, I think. And, what y'all um, be talking about on there? Uh, it's it's essentially, it's, it's very aligned with you guys' show and mm-hmm. Just the edutainment of things and just our perspectives as growing and maturing young adults, mm-hmm. like just still figuring things out in mm-hmm. our take on what's happening around us. Like it's, I suggest check it out, mm-hmm. but I'm also biased because <laughs> as you because I'm be. on it. There you go. As, as you, you should, should be. be. Because of y'all, I can't drink Gatorade no more. So right, <laughs> with context, we had a huge discussion about the best flavor of Gatorade. Mm-hmm. One of my co-hosts said the yellow one, and I personally haven't stopped teasing her for it. <laughs> Before y'all went in, I used to low-key you was like a yellow, yellow. Gatorade, I was a yellow Gatorade guy. Guy too. <laughs> it's the hangover cure. MJ never drank the yellow Gatorade, <laughs> but MJ also was superhuman. That's true too. You know what I mean. But yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This nah, is incredible. Absolutely, and appreciate you pulling up. You know, you, you definitely dropped some uh, 
gems on this joint. Um, we are going to be dropping this episode ASAPI. Shout out to Heshep Suit. Hope you're having fun out there we reading your you, books. Boo. You are missed. Um, check us out on all our platforms. Listen, subscribe. DM us for merch. The store is still coming. In the meantime, you can definitely call me, text me, or any of the co-hosts and get the merch hand-in-hand. I've been doing drop-offs all month with it. Last month, too. And if you're rocking with the same energy, you can hit them up for some of their merch, their merch as well. You guys have a store now, right? Yeah, we just launched the website, purplelabelofflare.squarespace.com. I'll shorten that URL eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, it's lit. Here you go. Over and out. No matter where we're fierce, we must fierce the moment of truth, baby.